message is called Fueling the Fire, Fueling the Flames. I was in the Acts, and they started giving me some things. But he's like, he's beseeching the church. And he wants, he's making us acceptable sacrifices, if you read Romans 1. And then basically, <clears throat> logs are put on fires to burn. And the priest would put, you have to keep the fire going in the temple. And we know all that <clears throat> religious stuff. And then, but God in the New Testament church makes us the logs. He makes us the fire. He makes us the sacrifice. And we know that for all the teachings from before, but the apostolic church has to be this, and that's what it was in the beginning. And I think that the things that God has done and things that are written in the Bible, He brings insight and revelation to it because these little things that are written aren't there just, oh, that was cool. Paul was doing this and he got bit by us. It's like, but then there's like so many things happening in years and years, but certain things are written for a reason. And God does things for a reason. <clears throat> so, we want to be burning for him. And that's the problem when we become lukewarm. It means we've gotten out of the fire and we like to sit around the fire. We still like the people that are in the fire, but some people that run from the fire don't even want to be around the fire. They begin to attack the ones that are in the fire. And it's funny how God used vipers, and Jesus spoke about the vipers that were coming after him, which were the religious system of his time, attacking him when he was bringing forth the words of life in the New Testament church. So without the fire, we'll die. Or we'll never die, just how whatever way you want to look at it. He wants us to die to ourselves, so the fire consumes us. But I'm going to die in the sense of, you know, in that aspect if we don't have the fire. So the fire is what keeps us burning for him we don't want to light our own fire we want the Holy Ghost and fire see the church always wants a little bit oh you can pray so don't pray in tongues do this here we want to find regulations and rules in the word of God to stop the Holy Spirit from always doing what he wants to do and no matter what it looks like if it's the real fire of God it, don't, it shouldn't matter what we think what what our opinion is because God is the fire and whatever he wants to do and that's the problem is we've regulated the fire or we've <clears throat> put rules around the fire or we've shut the fire down altogether but this last day church that God is raising up is going to be a fire and the fire is basically a family and that's why most churches that have the Holy Spirit in the fullness and not all the other stuff aren't as large as the other churches because they're family. They're one. They are one with the fire. Because you can't be hanging around the fire and not want the fire. So you're going to go somewhere where you like strange fire. Or you want to sit around a fire and talk about the fire that used to be. But the fire that he wants us to be in is the apostolic church.
And Jesus said, well, John said, talking about Jesus, said, one will come after me, and he will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. So that is the fire that the church should have. And this end time church will be on fire. And it says back in Exodus, the, church, the, the priest shall put sacrifices on the altar every day, and the fire shall not go out. See, we've got to make sure our fire don't go out. Because he warns us about that all through the New Testament. The church is now the fire pit. And this is where I started, was reading today. And they escaped. So they were, Paul was being taken and the boat got shaken. And I think that's a representation of the religious system that we have. All these denominations have been going from generation to generation, gotten more structure, more ways, their own doctrine, what they believe, this and that, and got old money and running it, and old this, and they have people that can vote preachers in and out. Well, this church, you can't vote nobody out. Not the church, the real church of Jesus Christ. They don't get their their uh, build their church by votes of businessmen and all that religion and all those things that promotes man pleases them. They're going to do what God wants them to do. They're going to let the Holy Spirit do what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And religious spirits hate that because they want to control. They want to control burn. They want to control people that are on fire. They want to do things the way they want to do things. But God doesn't want to do things like that. And barbarous people, the barbarous people showed no little kindness. For they kindled a fire and received us everyone because it was present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered bundles of sticks, and that's where God showed me, it's like, he was gathering sticks, and God saw that about the apostolic knowing, gathering souls, gathering people to put on the fire. The house is supposed to be the fire. So he was gathering people to put on the fire. That's not what it says here, but that's what God's. Paul is an apostle. He was, you know, in the religious system, it would be the little guys gathering the sticks, right? Hey, you'll get the sticks. I'm not, I'm too good to. You know, I got, I got my parking spot in church. I got this. I got this. I got my nice suit, my tight skinny jeans on. And I got the new fresh tattoo so the kids can like me. And we got 10 youth groups. We have even two years. We have the biggest church. We have the biggest this. But it's all entertainment and there's no fire. It's called religion. It's called a system. It's called dead works. It's called looks good on the outside, but there's no power. They have a form, but they have no power. And that's what's not happening. That's what God's shaking everything. That's like the boat that's broke up. And people are trying to hang on a little piece to get to the shore. And they just got to die in the water and let God take them to the new thing that he wants to do in their lives. Yeah. And these old systems are trying to keep going because that's all they know. But they don't realize God is fire and he wants everyone just to want him no matter what it looks like, what they think. Because if you trust the Holy Spirit, and you know that He says if you ask for bread, He won't give you a stone. If you ask for fish, He's not going to give you a serpent. That's evil things. That's demonic things. If you trust Him, see, people pretend, oh, we're, we're, we don't, because we're looking out. No, you're just trying to control something and trying to put your theology on it or your doctrine. 
but you turn out to be doctrines of the devil whenever you stop the Holy Spirit from doing what he wants to do. And that's why we have these controlled burns, which really aren't real fire. They're, it's called strange fire. And I'll get to that. But right here, we see, And then Paul gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire. Then, so he, was, he had been carrying these sticks, and so happened there was a viper in the sticks. So what is that? Maybe a spirits in people? So when they come to church, they should be getting delivered. But in church today, we pet demons, and everybody has their own little, you know, thing. And that's the problem with these seducing spirits and the things that happen in the church is because there's not a real fire. Because when there's a real fire, people leave the church because they don't want to be delivered. See, the difference is you can't just compromise with the devil. So the real fire manifest the devil and then people either run out and grab their viper or they'll stay on the fire and be, continue to be burned away. So it's funny because it says right here that he laid them on the fire and there came out a viper out of the heat and fastened onto his hand. So and then when demons leave, you know they find other places to be in when they get delivered out of people, whatever, but then they always want to attack the apostolic because He'll use religious people, institutions of men, all this to attack the ones on fire and then make the ones on fire look like they're out of order or doing something wrong. But in the meantime, it's actually a family, a church people that love God. It's not an organization. It's a living organism. It's called the church. It's called the lively stone. It's called being part of the house of God. And even in the book of Acts, it said they met, the church met in houses. It didn't say the church was the house. It says the church met in houses, which means that they were the church was the people. Because you can't put a big building inside of a small house. But today the church is a steeple, or to some, but God is the church is revolving into really knowing what it is. It is a people and due to power and have an authority that are resisting religion. So, to read this on, Paul was gathering sticks. He said gathering souls. And that's what we're called to do. Do the works of evangelists, the apostolic. Go out and do what? Well, the apostolic is casting out demons, healing the sick, preaching the gospel. And what always happens? When they go somewhere, they do something, everything comes. That's what's going on in Brazil right now. Other churches say, oh, they're Mormons because... They, they like black and white. Like whatever they can do, the venom to, to try to stop and try to criticize the fire, criticize the people that are beginning to be transformed and want to be consumed by the fire of God, they have to criticize it because they're sitting around a fire and they're not in the fire. And see, it's easy to talk about people that are in the fire than getting in the fire yourself. So you don't want to get in the fire, so you're going to have to criticize and say how something's wrong with the fire. But there's nothing wrong with the fire because the fire is God. There's something wrong with the people that criticize the fire. <clears throat> so he shook the beast off in the fire and he felt no harm. And they looked when he should have swollen up. And it goes on and on. You guys know the story. And they looked at him. Why? He saw no harm come to him. They changed their minds and said that he was a God. In the same quarters were their possessions and cheap islands. And they received and lodged three days and I wanted to keep reading because it says, And then the father of Publius lay sick of a fever, and the body, 
and, and to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid hands on him and healed him. See, that's the apostolic. That was the what we're supposed to be doing. When that happens, people don't question, well, well what, what, what's the nomination? Or, oh, that's not the one I know about. Um, oh, well, I was raised this, so I can't listen to that. Or, it's so, it, it, the devil has done such damage to take the simplicity of just knowing God and being transformed and letting him consume us that we all begin to have mindsets and be opinionated and let other people decide what we can think or believe and then all of a sudden we shut down God or we shut down the Holy Spirit from running the church and then man begins to run the church with regulations and old wine. Well, this fire is only going to be held in the new skins because it is the Holy Spirit and fire. And he said he's coming with the new skins. The new wine goes into the new skins. The old will say it's good enough, and that's what we see in religion. Oh, no, it's good enough. Just said at least we're, we're showing up to the fire. But they're not getting in the fire. A lot of people don't want to get in the fire because all of a sudden things get start to come to surface. Things start to burn away. Things have to come. When things are burning away, the incense, the smoke comes up. Or if it's gold, the impurities come up. But whatever the heat's making come up, people with pride are like, oh, I can't let anybody. And they go back and sit around the fire where they feel safe. But see, people that love God don't care what they look like. They just want to burn for Him. And then all of a sudden, all these things that I'm going to get into that He gave me a minute ago, start to change and start to manifest and that's the problem many people were in the fire once and it was too much and they got out now they just stand close to the fire but that doesn't do anything but agitate the demons that you will not let burn out that come out of the fire see we know that paul was carried the demon the the viper because the bottle sticks but because there's no way that it would have been in the fire he threw the sticks in and then the snake came out and no snake will stay near a fire snakes hate fire and it's so funny that a warmness feels good. And that's what modern day church wants you to feel good. Well, God doesn't want you to feel good. He wants you to burn. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big difference in going to church when they say they have a fire, but they make you feel good because it's they talk about it and it's warm, but it's not real. And it's strange fire when you actually are participating or one in the fire because you don't go anywhere you are. But it's just when you come together, it's just bigger fire. So you go home. And then the good thing about that, I'm going to get into that, but I'm going to get to this real quick. And the same quarters were possessions of men, chief men, and public men. They lodged in three days, and then Paul prayed, laid hands, and others had diseases, and all these came and got healed, who's, and also honored us. And many and departed, and there's such necessary. In three months he departed. So he stayed there three months. It was cold season. He must have been gathering logs all the time. All the time. And see how many people must have got saved. How, what, did he plant a church there? Whatever. All it doesn't even matter. But he was on. He was making sure that there was a fire. And I think that's very prophetic. Prophetic. Prof, prophetic in the sense of the apostolic. I mean, why did God even put that? He put a fire in there and did this. Because he wanted us to... He wanted to start taking this deeper about it. See, the problem, God wants the apostolic church not to be a man-made denominational system. We have now, he's tearing it down. And if we have seen 
God has departed many buildings, but people don't know because they have a form of godliness, but there's no change in power. But they think there's God there because some guy knows scripture or has a gift, but doesn't mean God's there. Because if God's there, demons come out, people get healed, people get saved, and people commit to the fire. And if they're not committing to the fire, then the fire is not there. Because you need to have a fire to commit to. So they're going to talk bad about the fire, people that have the fire because they don't want their people to commit to, to the real fire because they want to keep them by the, their false fire. And it's basically like that. And that's what God's showing me. And I'm going to actually bring in some more scripture to kind of back it up with the scripture. And you see... It's easy to be around a fire. Then we feel like, okay, we, well, I sat by the fire, or even at home, I did my devotion in the morning, I went by the fire. Oh, here, and it's like, oh, I go by the fire all the time. But then he's like, you need to be burning in the fire, because if you don't burn, no one else can burn, or you can't get anyone else to burn. You're going to connect. It's like, there's, there's a connection. Fire, when fire meets fire, it becomes one. When spirit meets spirit, it becomes one. When water meets water, it becomes one. But if you put something else in water, you'll see the difference. And if you put oil in water, they'll separate. So the spirit, you can say oil and oil, even if it's a different contents of oil. If you blend it up real good, it, it, it'll stay together. But if it's not the same exact kind of oil, it might make a little difference. But at least it's together, in a sense. Or there's some that got into it. But when it's the same oil, the same tree, the same olive, the same coming from the same vine, like the same grape juice, you can't tell the difference. It's just like the covenant. It's just like the salt covenant. If you take a bag of salt and a bag of salt, and this salt is from a different place, and it's even pink, and this salt's white, but as long as it's salt and it's all that small, you mix that together, and you get a bag, and you mix it all up, even if it's little salt that, it'll take you forever to try to separate that, and that's what the covenant do, but the devil will start to pick you apart day by day to try to separate you from your covenant with fire. And that's what God is. He's fire. He said that He is fire. He said they went in the wilderness and they they were led by fire at night. So in the darkness, He is the fire that we follow in the cloud by day. So God, even all the time through the Bible, talks about the temple keeping the fire lit because He's saying that He is going to be the fire in our life. That And that is the apostolic church. They were all on fire in the beginning, right? And that's what he's doing on the end. The latter rain, the former rain. And, 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 and then what happens is, in between, it's been a long time, but we know he's, with what we're seeing going on and everything, and he's starting to restore the apostolic church, we're getting towards the end. And he's doing that now. So we got to be able to let go of some things. Sometimes the, that thing that was getting us somewhere broke apart and ended up on an island. And that's what God does with the apostolic family. He puts you together with someone that feels like you're, he's delivered you out of the system and you don't know what's going on. You feel, am I in the right? What's going on? I mean, you've been brought to the fire. And it might not look like the things that we thought things were going to look like or things that we were taught all our life that church is supposed to look like because some religious people in suits told us this is how it is. But basically, God's not too interested in what we look like on the outside, but changing us on the inside. And that's what the fire does. Brings all the stuff on the inside and lets God take it out. So the systems we have now, are, he's tearing them down. And we're, we're meeting in a building, but we are the fire pit. 
the family, the community of firebrands. If you ever studied a fire, you'll see sticks in the wood. They disappear and, you're, and they, they lit the ashes, right? So if a fire started going out, what you do is you gather sticks and you put them on the fire. So what God's trying to make us, and as he grows his church, it'll end up being a... That's why he said, oh, all this stuff you did, all this did. He's like, well, if you actually were in the fire, when you go there, all your works will be gold, so because everything will be him. There'll be nothing done because of your vainglory. There'll be nothing done because of your name. There'll be nothing done because of your own church or what you want to do. It'll be all done for the glory of God. So when Jesus sees it, nothing burns. It all turns into treasures in heaven. But then haywood and stubble burns because I believe those are the things in the people's life and all the things that they've kept and not let go and put in the fire now end up being burned right then because not everyone's going to go to hell because they don't burn. But this is what God wants His church to do. And this is where you'll get the power, the favor. You know, everyone that hangs around the fire, if they're there and Jesus comes back, well, whatever didn't get in the fire is going to get burned up then. You know what you see what I'm trying to say? So this is why fire is so important. This is why I think God's gonna be building in Brazil. And it might it's not gonna everyone everyone in Brazil is gonna think it's gonna look like some something else. But then they're gonna come and they're probably gonna run with their snakes out of the fire. And that's okay. Because that's God's business. But many will come and many might come back later and say, Oh, I heard that, but you know what? It's been I'm ready to give up my snakes. I'm ready to give up my demons. I'm ready to give up my flesh. I'm ready to do this because now that I've chosen God, or He chose me first, now that I've come to my senses, now that I've prayed, now that I've become a believer, well, I just can't. Going by, going by hanging out by the fire just doesn't satisfy me more. Just something's not right. I just can't do this like it. And it's like, and you guys say, Jump into the fire. So people that really want God, they'll find the fire or they'll make a fire themselves. But that's what he's doing. And basically that's why we call this a rally in the beginning because it wasn't about a church system. It was about coming together and burning and rallying for the King of Kings and the, the Lord of Lords. And religion has always been trying to creep in and change what's been so simple and everything and then make everything, well, we can do this and do that. But God has a government and it's his government. It's not the government of man. It's not the government of this world. And as we submit to him, it's as the head, Christ, the head of the church, the chief cornerstone, we begin to see the glory of God manifest. That's when the revival is coming. These people in the big denominations in the church, they're like praying, doing fasting a couple days of revival. God can't put revival in a man-made church. He might do little moves of God, but the revival is going to come to bring people to the fire. They're going to be fire on fire themselves. And then they're going to start getting attacked by all the people that hung out 30 years by a fire. And that's what we're going to see. Brother will turn against brother because they didn't, they didn't want the fire. They said, oh, no, we just, want, we just want to be warm. We just want to feel good. But it's not going to work that way. So, let's get happy about the fire. So start complaining about the fire because we want to see the power. We want to see the glory. We want to see the nations transformed. We want to see the glory of God. We want. We don't want all of our works to be burned up. And then when we meet them, face to face. So we're meeting in a building, but we are the fire, the pit, the family, the community, the firebrands. 
if you ever study the fire, you see the sticks in the wood, they disappear into the ashes. That, that's the fire going out because the ones gathering the sticks or the ones staying in the fire long enough to disappear. So when God continues to build this thing, He'll continue to keep bringing the logs in and the things that will put you on fire, like casting out the demons, bringing the people, and that's going to put you on fire because those new logs actually build the fire. You're just turning into those ashes that are like coal ashes because you're disappearing because you're the wood. In a sense, I'm just saying, but it really never goes out because God's continuously adding to his church. You just got to be connected to the fire. And then all of a sudden, what? They put it on there and you stoke the fire. Well, when you, the things that we do in our personal life can be logs as well. I'll get into that in a minute, but that's can be religion if you're doing it for different reasons, or if you're doing it out of necessity, or if you're doing it not out of devotion or just want to be with God, then it just becomes religion. And that's what we, oh, I got to do, I forgot to pray today, and you beat yourself up. That's religion. You should be praying already because you're being led by the Spirit to pray. And that means you're in Christ. Anyone in Christ is a new creation, so you're, you're, what makes every the old stuff burn away is the fire too. So that that's the fire going out because no one's gathering sticks, and that's what happens in the church. Or no one's staying in the fire long enough to disappear. I'm not talking about disappear. I'm talking about us disappear. Remember, we say you I must decrease, and you must. Even John the Baptist knew he had to disappear. His theology, his way, well, had to change because Jesus and I, and, and the, the the religious system is like John the Baptist preparing the way for something, but then when something wants to come, they don't let it let it happen. We need to let the Holy Spirit always do what He wants to do, say what He wants to say, go what He wants to. See, religion wants to hang around the fire and sing Kumbaya, and that's what we see all the time. Or go on a mission trip, get a T-shirt, get your Facebook photos, and say, "Look at me." That's religion. But when you become a son of fire, you don't really care who sees what you do. You just want to please the fire, the one. You just want to please God. And you're not striving to please Him. That's your whole goal in life is to please Him. And this takes a lot of fire. It takes a lot of willingness. And it, takes, it takes His will over your will. And that's where we start to wrestle with, all right, do I want to keep in this fire or just find a place where they sit around the fire and sing songs about the fire. But God wants us to be the fire. So in letting their theology and that's why the vipers and the snakes attack you because you are in the fire. They hate fire so that I, well I gotta make they hate the face of the Holy Spirit. Why would they say the Holy Spirit died with the apostles? Because they don't want him. <laughs> so if they say he doesn't exist, that gives them a good reason not to have to be in the fire. And they can exalt, puff their stuff up with all their, their, their Calvinism or their different doctrines that they've created out of their own belief system that has no power, that only really actually starts to criticize and attack one another. And they ended up attacking you. And then, but basically, just like they did to Jesus when he called the vipers, they were saying he was doing the works of the devil. 
So that's what they'll say God's doing in the Holy Spirit. No. The way we're the devil, it's something where we don't do nothing. We're just dead. We're just supposed to look at a fire every week and look at the Bible, but we're not supposed to be, you know, I'm predestined. I'm already saved. It's like, I can do, God, that's why Jesus came for my sin. But it's like, what about all the other Bible? What about the fire? What about the baptism of the Holy Spirit? What about, so how would that even make sense that that would go out when the, the latter rain and the Holy Spirit's going to be stronger and the end time church than the one in the beginning? And that's why the whole world, no one is really attacking religion out there. They're attacking people that are bold, righteous, and full of fire. Even, even the world doesn't attack the religious. They love it. They'll even tell you to go to some of these mega churches. And they'll invite you and they'll go there too half the time and not even realize they, they've been told that, you know, they, they, they're hearing what they want because they're about the world. But see, the fire only talks about eternity, the glory, God. Jesus said, I came to test. And that's the difference between a system and a denomination in the house of God. We are the candle of the Lord. That's what the Bible says. We are the light of the world. It says it. The church is a city lit up on a hill. That's what it is. That's what we are. That's what it says. And that's what we, He wants us to be. What puts out the fire, or what, or what will... I would say that. I was saying what puts out the fire, because we're like, we don't want to put out the fire. But it says, or what... Will the fire burn out? That's what we should... We need to be worried about what puts out the fire, but the things that puts out the fire, the fire is created to burn those things out. So when we choose those things, the fire starts going out. When we choose the fire, those things go out. You see how that works? So let's see a few things. Sin. Okay, the fire burns out the sin. We know the blood takes with the sin. We know God, but we're saying those habits, those things that we struggle with, it burns it away because it's in our flesh. So basically, I'm going to show you the message about this, about the fire, what it does. But disobedience, doubt and unbelief, fear, compromise, unforgiveness, bitterness, regret, living from the past and not, and not letting your past go. You've got to burn your past in the fire. Lack of prayer, offenses, man-pleasing, self, insecurity, self-promotion, fellowship with the world, legalism. Judgmental and critical spirits. See, they, they, they don't have the fire, but you can get even that worse. That's even worse than even sin. It's probably becoming self-righteous and judgmental and critical. And then they start to judge the people that are in the fire and call them demons. And that's really bad. Plain and simple, just getting out of the fire. If you have not noticed, God is bringing back His apostolic church. And nothing new, just you. Just us. That way, The church was the people in the beginning. It's like, oh, there's the Holy Spirit. Oh, wait. Wait, we don't have the New Testament yet. Oh, we got the fire. <laughs> oh, we don't have. We just have Paul. I know Paul. I know Cephas. I know that they're hearing from God because it bears witness to my spirit. I don't know what it's supposed to look like. But I'm trusting because I feel it's right. And it's, it's helped my life. And it's like it wasn't all this debate because then, you know, the Bereans came by. And, you know, they searched the scriptures. And then, of course... People started from there to there, and then this one, and then this, and then boom, boom. And then we have all these divisions. But Paul said, don't build anything upon any other man's foundation. Don't build anything upon any other thing. I mean, this real New Testament is written, uh, 
yeah, on the apostle and the prophet, but Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. So 10 years later, you don't build another foundation with some of that that was started in the Bible. How can you take out that God's going to raise up his church and he's going to build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail, but now it's okay to have demons in the church. Or now it's okay to basically uh, have these forms and these different things and we, you know, we're not allowed to pray. You know, you need, or you need special permission to pray. Where is that in the Bible? Or to be a member of a, a denomination? Where is that in the Bible? Oh, but this is, oh, you know, every week, be a member, be a member. Oh, ah, finally, I'm a member of, you know, Church of God or Assemblies of God or Baptist Church. It's like, he said, do not become of any man. And when you take the man, some man started a denomination. So he's saying, I'm not of this or I'm not, don't say that. Say we are of Christ. See, this church and our church started here when Paul was going to the nation. That's what the church, right in the book of Acts, right when the Holy Ghost fell. Everyone says in Brazil, when did your church start? Over 2,000 years ago, when did yours start? <laughs> and no, it's a, but it's a serious thing because they've been made, thing. everyone thinks of their own thing. And that, what that does is it separates us from the real thing. Oh, well, I can't do that. I've been, I've been doctrinized that, oh, we don't lay hands on this. Oh, we don't pray in tongues because we don't do it at our church. But they do it in the Bible. So who cares what they do at your church? Yeah. God wants us to do what they did in the first church. Yeah. And why have we separated ourselves from the first church? Because there's only one church. We've got to get back to the first church. We're not doing nothing new. We're not trying to do something different. We're just trying to do the real thing. <laughs> And that's what God's doing. That's his job. He's getting us back to the real thing. The one with power. The cross that changes us. The cross that... And, and there's a transitioning been going on, but people are getting it. The fivefold ministers, the different things. It's not about my ministry anymore. It's about the church. Before you say, oh, look, just get... And everyone will give you a word, and you're going to do this and this for God, and everybody wanted to be a superman, and they wanted to be famous in the system. Now God's killing that that because the fire is killing it. So if you're in the fire, that stuff will start right away when you get saved because you see the system. But when the system's taken away, you only want to be seen by God. Because if you're not being worshipped anymore, then what's the sense? Because everyone else in the fire ain't going to care who you are as long as, as long as you're close with Him. And Jesus didn't care who they thought He was he was interested in who he thought, who they saw the Father being at that time when he walked on the earth. That's why he was doing and preaching things. He said, you can talk all about me, but do not blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Because if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, it's unpardoned. And that's what he's saying. We, The church has been blaspheming the Holy Spirit, and God's not going to put up with it anymore. Once he gives them notice, and they see it, and they still want to choose to sit around the fire... They're going to end up getting bit by the snakes. Oh, I just had a vision. Just, just uh, like they're sitting around the fire, and then that's what's happening. People are coming in the fire, and they're sitting around the fire. So the snakes that are coming out of the fire are getting in the people that are, are sitting around the fire. Because they got to go in. So the Bible says when you cast out demons, somebody. So in a church, the demon goes out of one person. They're actually in fire in the church, but no one else wants to be on fire. So they get set free. But they, well, I'll just hey, go over here and this person in this church because they're just by the fire. And so there's people in the church and the fire, but God's, gonna sh God's been looking at the ones that are on fire and in the church, and he's actually going to bring them 
to others that are in the fire so they don't have to deal with all, because all of a sudden now they're being attacked in their own church just because they want more of God. And they're saying, wait, this isn't in the Bible. Oh, shut up. This is what we say things are. And then, oh, you have a demon. No, you have the demon I used to have because I used to see like you. Now you have But I'm in the fire, and then like you're just not family. It's like you're not part of this family. But it's like, no, you're not conforming to our doctrine, our religion, so basically you're not really part of this. Oh, we're going to cancel your membership. Oh, wow, what did I do? Oh, oh, because I prayed in tongues? Oh, you're not, you can't be a member here anymore. That's what, you've seen it. You can have stories. That's, I mean, that's how it's Think about it, but if you're in that system, you'd be like, oh, I'm, they, out, they, they ousted me. And God said, no, no, I did that. It's okay. You're all right for a while in the wilderness. And I'm going to, when I have houses of fire, you'll be in them. And then you go, oh, my God, I'm so bad. The church threw me out. for No, but the guy that's fornicating in an adulterous affair, he's allowed to stay. Think about it. The ones that the apostolic says, okay, you can't. But the ones that, it's just a whole different thing. This is... And so, plain and simple, getting out of the fire, we have, if we have not noticed, God is bringing back his apostolic church. It's nothing new, just you. The gifts that do not submit to the fire of God become little pots with legs trying to go wherever, looking pretty on display. Root-bound, self-absorbed, religious, and living from the outside. What gets replaced if you do not stay in the fire? And what is it? This system, strange fire. Right? As you look at the preacher, you're going to get on fire to become a rich businessman. There, there's fires that we start to take on. Prosperity. It's like your whole thing is, I'm going to get the next blessing. I'm gonna, it's a fire, but it's not, it's not, the, it's not the fire of God. It actually builds up the flesh. It builds up self-promotion. It builds up. It, it's a church full that are building themselves up. Then they start to manipulate people, get deceived, and the demons start taking over their mind. And then they don't even know what they're doing anymore because they grew up in the system and no one's told them it's wrong. No one's set them aside saying, hey, you can't take offerings and save money and then lower the money and start manipulating people and tell them they're going to get this, this, and that. Maybe very rarely God will do that, but... You do that every other meeting, wherever you go, and to different churches, and it's, it's witchcraft, manipulation. Nobody tells it's okay. Bring them here because they'll split the offering with the system. It's about what it is. What gets replaced? Strange fire, program, self-help, motivation, nationalism, carnality, philosophy, Wins after wins after wins of doctrines when God is looking for transformation and effectiveness. Transformation and effectiveness, that's it. And we're striving to be promoted in a system to be able to be effective when God, you are more effective the day you got born again than you are now because you're stuck in a system. Obadiah 17.20, it even says this, but... Upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob 
shall possess their possessions. And the house of Jacob shall be a fire. See? And the house of Joseph a flame. It's right there in Obadiah 17, 20. He's prophesying about the end time church. We're the house. We're the church. The lively stone is not built by the hands of man. Built by the hands of God. God made us. We make things in the earth with the things God made. But there still are making houses, cars, things. But God made us. He make, he's building his church. Jesus is building his church. And he says, And the house of Esau for stubble. What was that? The flesh. Remember it said it's going to burn away? It's going to stubble. And I'm going to get to the last scripture and really show you that. And they shall kindle in them and devour them, and there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau. For the Lord has spoken it. And that's the system. It's the house of Esau. And they of the south shall possess the mount of Esau and the plain... And we even know the scripture says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous and all those different things. The people are going to repent in the system and they're going to sow probably into the apostolic, into the fire. God's not in need of nothing. Whatever he needs to do. But see, some of them are going to turn to stubble. Some are going to see what's going to happen though is God's going to bring a great exodus just like he did when he delivered the, the people out of, out of Egypt. He's going to deliver the church out of the system. But we've got to make sure the system doesn't get back in us, even though God delivered us out of the system. Because it's so easy, because it's what we see in all around us all the time. And it says, And, and, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead, and the captivity of the host of the children of Israel shall pass, and that the Canaanites, even the seventh of the captivity of Jerusalem, which is... See, Herod shall possess the cities of the south. And if you go through and you start to look through the Bible and you go all about the fire, there's something about the fire. There's something about the priest. There's something about burning the sacrifices where there's nothing left Then God said. And the thing is with fire, after he burns it, he pours the water on it. See, so when nothing's there, it's like he, he pours the water on it and, and the oil. See, the Holy Spirit says be filled with oil and we're the lamp, Right? So it's like, if we don't have any oil, we don't have any fire. So all these elements work together as God says, see it. So obviously you're not going to have any fire if you don't have any oil. So they want to come against the oil, which is the Holy Spirit, and try to explain it away in the Bible why you don't have any power, why things are gone, why things are that. And God's like, who, who told you all that? Because if you just got born again and didn't go to church and the Holy Spirit met you from one guy that preached five minutes to you and you went... And you got the Bible, you in three years and didn't go anywhere and say in the cave, you probably come out there casting out demons, healing the sick, because no one's got in your head. And you'd be doing so much, and then all of a sudden you'd end up in the system, and three years later you'd be doing nothing again. That's what happens. Hebrews 12. Wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight of sin that does easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And that's a problem with religion too. You decide how, how much you pray, how, when you pray, when you go to church. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't 
makes sense to hear him being the author and finisher of our faith and being led by the Spirit. Can't be led by Shane all week and think all Sunday I'm going to be led by the Spirit all day. I mean, even this, it's okay once in a while to get in the flesh, but the thing is, okay. But even your flesh will say, okay, it's time to go on a diet. Things are getting out of control. But the things that God's really concerned about is not so much those things, but those things are also going to be controlled by the Spirit. But the things that pertain to life and godliness. And those things, we cannot destroy them without the fire. The fire destroys them because the fire humbles us because we see it. And we stay there and we don't resist. Because when we resist the truth, we become like Janice and John Bryce that withstood Moses. So do these, Paul said, in the church today, they withstand the truth. And if you say the fire is alive, then you might as well. Because the fire is, I mean, Jesus comes. I mean, he didn't just do it in the 2,000 years ago and then let the fire go out. When he lit the fire on the church, the fire never got passed past. The fire is still going. But God's starting to turn it up again because it is the apostolic church that puts the fuel on the fire and it's building his church. And if you're not on the fire, the church isn't being built because the flame's not going up. And he says, The author and finisher of our faith, the great Carlo, endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradictions of sinners against himself, lest you be weird and faint in your minds. See, he's given us some tools that what the enemy is going to try to make us do. See, the enemies, the devil just wants to put your fire out because then he knows you'll destroy yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because we'll always pick our flesh when it's easy. The devil can just sit, get you to stay sitting by the fire. He don't have a problem with that. That's why so many that are in the fire get attacked all the time, because he's trying to get you to get out of the fire. Because he's out of the fire. He hates the fire. And that's why God picks fire for him to live the rest of his life. So that's why the snake's running up. The minute that he was fine, oh yeah, I'm I'm with Paul, the viper. But when minute Paul dropped the viper, the viper and those bundle sticks in the fire, he wasn't going to hang out with Paul anymore. And that's why not people are really, real willing to hang out with people, let them carry them, bless them all the time. When you know the ministers aren't 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 bringing the fire, they'll oh yeah, I'm a Paul and this one oh yeah, he's great. Look, he's he's got and he carried me here, you know, and he puts me down. I'm just hiding the snakes. I'm just hiding the people. Oh, but when the fire is in the church, you can't hide. So people are going to run. But see, if you don't love the fire, you don't really love God because that's God's design for us is to be one with the fire. And that's the only way we decrease now is to let him burn everything out of us. His fire makes us holy. We are set apart, but actually there's a there's a setting apart that's actually going to manifest. I mean, if we died right now, we're clean, we're sinless, Jesus, we're the righteousness of Christ Jesus. But God wants us to be on fire where everything's burned away, that He can actually... Things don't pot. Insecurities don't. There's no more. Oh, oh, man, please, I don't do that anymore because it's, not, it's like all those things die and you're living a living sacrifice. You're not trying to promote yourself and then God just exalts you and you do things and you're like, oh, I don't want 
that's what I said before. I'm like, people want to do interviews in Brazil. Tell them, you're coming here. And I was like, no. You don't come to the fire. You want me to come out of the fire to come talk about myself? No. Come to church. See what's going on. We'll explain. Listen to some messages. And then you can find out what we're doing here in Brazil. Because we preach about it all the time. It's about the church. Oh, no. But they want to get you out of the fire to get you start to blow you up and make you think that you're something special. So then you can end up getting lukewarm because now that's what the devil does. Oh, and then the religious system say, oh, he's made it. He's on the cover of Charisma. He's on this. And then a strange fire, like, oh, yeah, he's got, and then his doctrine's all off, and people start following that person, and the devil's like, yeah. They're all going to be chasing idols now. And that's basically what we don't want. It's like some people don't want to give up the idols, so, you know, because when you're in the fire, you can't hold on to nothing but God because you become one with Him. Out of the fire, you can bring all your idols around the fire, stay warm, and then that's why. What did they else they do? God's just showing me right now. The minute the Holy Spirit really came, the real church came to town, they started burning all their idols, burning all their books. Another thing about the prophetic thing about the fire. They threw it all in the fire. Because it was another symbolic thing about what God's going to do in them. He's going to, we're really setting us apart. Well, let's see what it really looks like in the natural. But he's going to really do it in the spirit. I'm just about done. I'm on this last scripture. <clears throat> you have resisted unto blood, striving against sin. You have forgotten the exhortation and speaking unto you unto children. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For when the Lord, whom the Lord loves, he scourges and chastens and a son whom he receives. If you endure, and I can say if you endure the fire, because that's God doesn't come down and beat us up and spank us, but the fire is what basically is, is correction. He puts us in the fire to burn it away. And it doesn't really burn us. It's just correction. No, we don't want to keep being reminded of that ugly thing. So what do we do in the system of religion? We blame it on our past. We blame it on, I've been raped, I've been this, I've been this. My parents never loved me. This, and they keep, the self-helps, and they keep petting the demons, and they keep, no, but the fire is like, well, but thank God I'm in the fire now, and now he's going to make me new. Mm -hmm. Now I don't have to be held back by my past. I don't have to be held back by these soul ties and, and my family and this thing, and I don't have to follow man or do that. And if I go do something, God's going to, Lead me to do it. And I'm not going to care anymore what people think if I did it or not. Because you know what? God knows I love them. And God knows I love Him. And I'm going to do what He wants me to do. And you no longer cater to man, but cater to the Spirit of God. And then people that don't want to cater to the Spirit of God, they start attacking you. Like, oh, you don't love. Oh, you don't do this. See how it's so demonic. No, come with us. We're so lovely. We, we, we sit around the fire and we give out refreshments and we give things away, and we pet all the demons, and we, we love on you, and we'll even give you things, and oh, and you can have anything you want, and we'll make you feel good. And God's like, no, the sword doesn't make me feel good. The sword separates me to Him. I need the Word. I don't need to feel good. Peter tried to make Jesus feel good, and he got rebuked pretty hard. Even called something because he knew that was the spirit. From people are preaching from pulpits, you don't even know what spirit they're preaching from. And if you hear them long enough, they'll tell, "Oh, that guy's 
he's a legalist. I mean, legalists, we're so free. Legalists, like, oh, but in the end, they're all legalists. It's like they'll call, the devil always called Je Jezebel, always call someone else Jezebel when they're Jezebel. It, it's what they do. The devil always tries to, if that's he's being tagged with something, he'll try to point that same thing out as something else to diversion. He diverts your eyes to try to, once you start, God starts showing you something, he'll try to confuse you by diverting you to look at something else that he, and, and it's, it's, it happens all the time, <coughs> but I'm not going to preach on that now. And he love each other. Okay. But he without chastisement, he without fire, we can say, without are all partakers, then ye are bastards and not sons. Furthermore, have we fathers in the flesh that flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence, and and shall we not rather be in subjection to the to the Father of spirits? For they verily for for a few days chasten and after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Yeah, so yeah, we are holy because we're the righteousness of God. But the same thing, he's telling us the correction, the chastening, these things make us partakers of his holiness. So you can't just say, you know, one thing without really saying, yeah, he's doing it, I am. God doesn't see that. But at the same time, I know that I can't deceive God, and I know what I'm doing and what I think and what I believe. So it's like you start to deceive yourself if you just say, but I'm none of that anymore because of Jesus. But, it's like, but God's like showing you, no, that's what the fire is doing. Showing you the things you never could see or didn't want to see. The fire is making you see it, and then all you're saying is God take it. And that's the chastening. The present seemeth to be, but the present seems to be joyous, but grievous nevertheless after he yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby there. For lift the hands which hang low and the feeble knees, and make straight your path for your feet, lest the lame be turned out of the way. But let it rather be healed. The fire heals you. Follow peace with all men in holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fall from the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you see the root will pull you out of the fire root of bitterness springing up trouble you and therefore many be defiled lest there be a fornicator and a profane person as Esau remember we talked about the house of Esau and the house of so there's two houses see one Esau basically you say those that are led by the flesh those that want to run the church by the flesh and not by the spirit Anyone can run a church by the flesh. And then they want you to sow into the flesh literally your money. <laughs> it's like, that's really crazy. It's like, you're, not, you're, you're teaching how to sow into your flesh, and then you sow into the house of flesh. And out of, but let it rather be healed. And, okay, and then looking diligently, lest any man fall from grace and root of bitterness. I just said that. And any fornicate broke it there. And Esau for. One morsel of meat sold his birthright. What for his belly? For you know, after he had would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected and found no place of repentance. So someone in the fire is continuously repenting. 
That's the key right there. And you say, what is all this? At the end, you'll see, because it talks about fire. At the end of this chapter. So, repenting. Esau found no place, even though he sought it carefully with tears. See, in the religious system, it's always tears. Tears, tears, tears. Tears around the fire. My mortgage is due. Oh, this inflation. What are we going to do? And it's like they're not doing anything to get in the fire to change any of that. They just want to whine about it. My life's so terrible. God, why did he just take me home? This is our religion around the fire. No. Get in the fire and you're just like, it's like you don't even start, it just consumes away. And that's what Esau, right there, it says that. And for they are not come unto the mount might be touched and burned with fire. Here it is right there. It says it after this. Because you're like, what is this guy talking about fire when he's talking about the flesh? For he has not come unto you the mount that's which is not touched by fire and burned with fire, nor unto blackness or in the darkness of tempness, and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of the word, the words which the voice they had heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And he's talking about the house of Esau. Remember he talked about uh, that other Obadiah about the end time house of Esau. But God's building the house of fire. House of Jacob and the house of Joseph. A house of flame. A house of fire. And the voice word which the voice they that heard entreated that word should be spoken unto them anymore. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if not such as a beast touched the mountain, then shall be stoned and thrust out with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. So the fear of the Lord is the key to being able to do this. Because if we don't fear the Lord, well, we never get in the fire. And if we didn't really love Him, we'd never get in the fire. We're going to go in the fire. We're going to go jump in the fire for you. But if you had a child and he ran into the house with you, you were you were gonna burn hell. He said Jesus, Jesus ran in the fire, ran in hell, and he took you and saved you. Because he loves us. And basically, any of you, because I know how much people worship their kids, if your kid was in a fire and you were gone and you know, oh man, I went out real quick to get the mail, and now the house, the front door's on fire, and I can't even get in the house, and your kid's in there, you're gonna abandonly Run in there, first of all, because you're going to feel, man, I left my kid in here for two seconds and now the house is on fire. Left the stove on. You're not going to care how big the fire is. First of all, you don't want to face everybody that's going to, that's going to be one of the parts. It's going to be your flesh. And the other ones, how much you love your child, you're going to jump, go and risk your, you're not even going to care. You'll lose. And that's what we got to do is we got to lose our mind and think anymore. And that's how the, this church that God's raising up, it's like you're not going to think about yourself anymore. You're going to go right in there and be in the fire because there's souls to be saved. And the house of God is being built. And you know what? Thank God we're in the process now. But there's going to be a glorious time that we're going to see the fruits of the fire that's going to produce the fruits. So you run in there and whether you and your kid are you say, I'm going to die with my kid then. And, but I'm telling you now, most people now, well, you see with what's going on with the spirit of this age... In the fake churches, there would the self, you know, self being made. They're like, well, some might even think, well, 
it's been a pain anyway. You know what? I'll just take it as God's will for my life that I'm not supposed to have this right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not like you. It's it's not like you are. And I'm not talking to don't let the devil play with people that had kids and they left them for the gospel because they these things happened before they got born again and saved and the press sins. And different things. I'm talking about a reality of right now who you are going in to a house because right now you just saw the house is on fire. Even if it's not that type of thing is like neglecting. But nowadays people are neglecting kids not because they're following the Lord or doing things just because of self. Because they want they don't want the hassle. They don't want to that's why we have a abortion at the rate it is because the world it says in the last if you go back to that dangerous times message that I preach about perilous times, this is basically what the whole church is doing. The system wants to do too. Lovers of their own stuff, lovers of pleasure more than God. They have a form of godliness and deny the power. Even at the end of that segment, that's the last thing it says. They have a form. See, God created us, and then without form or void, He even though. But then He starts to fill the void. So he fills the void, and that's the power. See, he created us, and he says he comes into us, and now we are the temple of God. So basically, those that are in the fire actually have Jesus on the throne. If you're not in the fire, he's only on the throne when you hear a message, but during the week, you don't really listen to him. See what I'm saying? It's like he's, he's the fire. He, he says, I am the I, I'm going to have a refiner's fire. And Malachi says, and he sits. So I say that now if he's in my temple and he's the high priest and we're not supposed to let the fire go out, he's the priest that's going to do it. We just got to let him sit. We just got to let him sit. But we want to take the place. And that's what the church, no, it's about me. I'm just going to do, you know. And that's where the law comes in. That's where the law comes in. And nobody's arrived, but we preach this because that's what the fire is going to do. We're going to, see that. I don't think anybody's there right now even on earth, but that's what the fire is going to do. There's going to be actually messengers that are actually going to breathe fire out of their mouth because he said, even my word is like a fire. So even the word in us is Jesus said, I'm a, you must decrease I, we must decrease it. And even we become, he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood and you'll have no life. So it's like and, and Jeremiah said, isn't my word like a flame, like a fire? And it's like, so when we become the word we burn away and we become Christ. So basically that's what the fire does. And it says, And the general assembly and church of the first point. He didn't see the general assembly. He was saying, Paul says, Do not forsake the assembly together. But they were the church. He never said. And it's funny that I'm just getting something right now from the Holy Spirit because there was something that happened in, in Revelation 2 and 3. And they even talked about the church of, but it wasn't a church of sorry. But it's funny how they were all divided. But when he called them the church of this, they were doing things that they needed to repent of. But the real church doesn't repent. Doesn't need to repent because it's Christ. His bride. He's one, the blood. So what I'm trying to say is he and there's seven of them, so there is really one church. But he's saying the church of this. And again, he didn't say the the first church or Baptist church or 
Methodist Church of Smyrna, it was the bride of Smyrna. It was the bride of that, and then it, it was seven, and we have seven continents too. And God, was, it's the world, and it says every tongue, every tribe, every nation, 144,000 come with the Lord as we meet him in the air, and those that are dead in Christ rise first in us, meet him in the air, that's the church. And if we don't meet him, we were never the church. And that's the thing about being watching and waiting and being ready. And, you know, we just think, oh, God's loving this. But it's like, when we're on fire too, we'll end up getting people that aren't even wanting to be on fire begin to want to be on fire. Because there are ones that didn't know they even know about the fire, but something in them is burning to be one with the fire because God's doing something in them that he wants them to be part of other people around them. So religion just pushes people away, but the fire will draw the real people. It'll push the religion. The fire will push the religious people away. But there's people that are in your life and your family that hate religion, but the fire will draw them. You see what I'm saying? The fire will draw them, but oh, actually the religious is pushing them away. So we're battling the religious spirits for, really for them. And then they turn around and make us look bad, and then they'll just say they hate religion. We'll say, whoa, we do too. And they're like, what are you talking about? Because they don't understand that God's not religious. The system is. Yeah, I got um, just about done. Everyone can stand up. Whose voice shook the earth, and has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And his word yet once more signified the removing of the things, and you can just say, the fire burning my flesh away, and shaking of the things that are made, because we were created by God. But he is spirit, and to be absent to the body is to be present with the Lord, and God is spirit, and our spirit is one with God. So, shaking the things, see, the kingdom cannot be shaken, only the kingdoms of this world. So Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within me. And he's trying to tell them, you want to really be in the kingdom, it's, it's spiritual, it's, it's the kingdom of God is within you. See, the problem is you're all looking to make a kingdom here, but God said, my kingdom is not of this world. So, no, 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 well, we, want, we want our kingdom here, and we want you to rule and reign. And he says, my kingdom is not of this world. And he's telling you, my, your life is not of this world. So, be seated with him in heavenly places. And he says, we're ambassadors from the kingdom of God. We're here, but we're just pilgrims. But there's no way to be living that if we're not in the fire, because we'll be carnal. And you know, it talks all about to be carnally minded in the carnal church, and this is the battle. But the carnality goes away in the fire. The carnality burns away in the fire. And that's why when you know it's fire, you don't waste your time we're in, you don't waste your time fighting religious people that you know they don't want the fire. That helps you because before you really knew what was going on, you're fighting everyone because you want them to know. But you're like, wait, well, why even tell them what they want to know? Because no matter what, they don't want the fire. So it's a waste of time. Then God finally gets them to want the fire. Then he'll send you there and then they won't be fighting you. They'll be listening. That's why Jesus said, just dust your feet. It'll be worse in the day of something than for that house. Not saying he didn't send someone back to the house later and maybe got them saved and maybe that was a seed. But you don't take that upon you. You don't feel bad. It's not about you. It's about them not wanting me. So get yourself out of the way. So it's still you. You need some more fire. Because now people are denying Christ, but you want to make it still about you. And that's the problem with a lot of people. Self.
And then you'll end up becoming the track and not handing out pieces of paper to people. Because those papers just burn away. But when you become the track, that word will never return void. If they read something that came from a religious system, it might be forgotten. But if you speak as the oracles of God, as the breath of God, into them, and God's speaking it, it'll be there, for, and it'll burn, and, and that might produce something in the future, because those are seeds. Some seed fell on the good ground. I'd rather have someone do that. Later, I see the people resisting God the most, sowing seeds, and then the people go right away, and then all of a sudden, they become worse than any of them. Then someone's like fighting and fighting, and then all of a sudden, God does get a hold of them, and they're so in the fire more than anyone else we know. You know what I'm talking about. Some of those ones that are the hardest are the most, become the most effective once they get it. Once they, because they're fighting more because they don't want to be ready. Because they're probably fighting more because they know it's true. The other ones, oh, that's a good idea. They haven't counted the cost. They don't understand. They, they're not thinking, oh, it's a fire. But these people are like, I don't want that yet. But they're like, oh, I can't, I have to. And eventually, because they know, and God's like, I respect that person so much more because they're not going to play around with the fire. And they're not, they're not going to be one that's going to just sit around the fire. Wherefore, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace. Wherefore, we may serve God acceptantly with reverence and godly fear. And this is the best scripture of all. For our God is a consuming fire. And we are one with Him. So we must be one with the fire. Father, we thank You for Your Holy Spirit and fire. Father, we ask You to take all resistance out of us, all our mindset of what we've been told or trained that came from man or came from our own imagination. Father God, we know that when we're gone, it is glory. It is joy. It is abundant life. It is life. You are the life, God. What is holding us back from life is our own flesh, our own self. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, that we want you. So we can't say we want you and don't want your fire. Because my God is an all-consuming.